Welcome to the Starkville State of Mind Podcast. Here is your host, Justin Strawn. Welcome to episode 14 of the Starkville State of Mind Podcast. I am your host, Justin Strawn. I appreciate you guys tuning in to a Thursday edition of the show, having to do things a little bit early because of the way the schedule works out for the baseball team this week. The Bulldogs are playing on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday this week instead of the normal Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't know if that's because of Easter or if that's and that's something that the entire SEC is doing or if it's just a Mississippi State thing. I guess I could look that up real quick and see. But that's the way we are going with it this week. So quick turnaround. Like I told you on Tuesday's show, I am not getting the I'm not getting I'm not getting a chance to record until I'm having to record before the Texas Southern game, so I'm hoping that Mississippi State won that game pretty easily and without too much of a con- without too big of a concern there. So, assuming that they did, then we are going on and assuming that Mississippi State won their 32nd game of the year. So let's go ahead and jump into it. Before we jump into that, though, obviously I want to tell you guys about Cherokee Valley Golf Course. They have been the sponsor for any of my shows for about the past three years, and I appreciate what they do for us. They are a wonderful golf course in Olive Branch, Mississippi. So if you're ever in the DeSoto County area or in the Memphis area and need to get in some, have some time to get in some golf, I would highly recommend that you do so at Cherokee Valley Golf Course. They will do a good job of giving you a great experience for your golfing money if you have time to get out and play a full round of 18 on their beautiful course in olive branch mississippi i would recommend you do that but if you don't have time then get out on their practice facilities out on their driving range their putting green and take advantage of the fact that they have some of the best practice facilities in the mid-south and hone your game and just get yourself in a position that way that you can perform better the next time that you are out on the golf course playing around with your buds so like i said give them a call at 662-893-4444 or you can go online to olivebranchgolf.com and you can book a tee time there however you do it just go ahead and make sure that you get in touch with them so that they can you can give them your golfing money because it is well worth the investment all right, let's go ahead and jump into today's show. Obviously, we are looking at Mississippi State's series with the Arkansas Razorbacks coming up this weekend. It's a big series, and to answer my question that I asked earlier, yes, this is a uh, every single series is starting on Thursday of this week. So uh, this is one of those things where they do it. They try to get the series started a little bit early because of Easter Sunday. So Mississippi State will be taking on the Arkansas Razorbacks on Thursday night on ESPNU. After that, on Friday, I think it's just the SEC Network Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Friday night's game is on SEC Network Plus. It starts at uh, 6.30. And then on Saturday, the game starts at uh, 3 o'clock. I'm sorry, 2 o'clock on SEC Network Plus. Now, I'm assuming that's, that is the correct schedule because the fact that I'm looking at the SEC schedule yeah, those are the correct times. Those are all central times. So, um, now I have not looked at the weather. I don't know if uh, I don't know what the weather is in store for Fayetteville this coming weekend. I don't know if they're expecting a lot of rain or not. So, but as always, I would always recommend to you if you're planning on making the trip to Fayetteville or if you're planning on watching the games this week this weekend when they're on television. Keep in touch with Mississippi State's Twitter accounts, with their Facebook accounts, their Instagram accounts, whatever it may be, just so you can uh, stay in touch with whether or not there's any schedule changes because of the weather. Now, on to the actual series itself. I'll be interested to see if this is another sweep because the last three years, 
Mississippi State and Arkansas, whenever they have played, has resulted in a sweep. In 2016, it was the final series of the SEC season for both Arkansas and Mississippi State. Mississippi State needed to sweep that series to have a chance to get the SEC championship. They did. They win the SEC championship because they did get that sweep against Arkansas in the final series of the 2016 season. Mississippi State and Arkansas opened the 2017 season, and Arkansas returned the favor. They got a sweep in 2017, but Mississippi State was able to rebound after after that and become and found themselves in a super regional after getting off to a really rough start we all remember the 2017 season and what it was like uh 2018 uh, once again mississippi state wasn't expected to do much they were really you know trying to figure out their uh, their way they started to kind of find their way against Ole Miss and then Arkansas comes in as the number I think three team in the country back then and Mississippi State gets a sweep over the Arkansas Razorbacks as well during that time so like I said three straight years that this has been a sweep will it be a sweep again this year it seems unlikely to say the least I don't see how Mississippi State and Arkansas two really good talented teams would how one of them would be able to sweep one or the other, but it should be a good series. Arkansas has been a very up-and-down team this year. They've got some really good wins. They've got some really head-scratching losses as well. Uh, Let me go ahead and get their schedule up real quick, and I'll kind of go through it for you here in just a minute. The Razorbacks are 26-10 overall on the season. They have a 9-6 record in SEC play. You know, they didn't do a ton. There wasn't a lot that stood out in their non-conference schedule, for except for a couple of things. They did go on the road to USC, and they won two out of three games in at Southern Cal. Uh, lost the, the one that they lost was a 10-inning affair. They lost 6-4. Uh, other than that, they their only other real standout for performance, the only other standout game, was their games. Two games that they played against Texas back on March 19th and 20th. They won the first contest on Tuesday, March 19th, 11 to four, and then they lost the Wednesday night contest, seven to six. And SEC play, it's been kind of up and down. They started the SEC season off really strong with a three-game sweep over the Missouri Tigers. Then they won two out of three against Alabama, and things have been a little bit rougher ever since then. They lost two out of three to Ole Miss, who Ole Miss themselves has been up and down. They lost a midweek game to to Arkansas Little Rock. Then they end up winning the series, their next series against Auburn. Uh, the second game of the series went 15 innings, so that was a back-and-forth affair. And then this past weekend, they were in danger of being swept by by Vanderbilt they were they lost the first two games they were down 12 to 9 in the top of the ninth they score five runs on top of the ninth and they end up salvaging the final game of the series thanks to a five run ninth inning against the Vanderbilt Commodores and that's why they are at nine and six so they have been very much up and down Mississippi State for the most part has been pretty steady with the exception of that series loss to the LSU Tigers other than that, the Bulldogs have done pretty much exactly what they need to do. Mississippi State is ranked third in the country by D1Baseball.com. They are behind UCLA and Oregon State and in front of Stanford and Georgia and Vanderbilt. Arkansas is 12th in the country according to D1Baseball.com. They stayed put. Uh, they were the 12th team in the country last week. They stayed at tw- number 12 this week as well. So uh, they're a good team. They've got uh, quite a bit of talent. But I think Mississippi State is the better team. I think that's one of the reasons why they're ranked higher. I think it's one of the reasons why they have a better conference record and because they've been more consistent. It's not to say that 
that Arkansas is bad, to say the least. Arkansas is a very good team, especially when it comes to uh, their bats. So let's go ahead and take a look at where Mississippi State and Arkansas rank compared to one another. If you look at batting average, Mississippi State continues to be probably the best offensive team in the SEC. They are the best team in terms of batting average by 20 points. They have a 327 batting average. That's 20 points better than second place Vanderbilt. To give you a better idea, Arkansas comes in at fourth at 294, so they're pretty good there. Slugging percentage, Mississippi State continues to lead the way there, but they're not doing it with because of home runs. They're doing it because of doubles, because of triples, because of just extra base hits in general. Uh, they have a 506 slugging percentage. Arkansas is, again, fourth at 462. On base percentage, Mississippi State is third, and Arkansas is fourth, so they're pretty close there. Mississippi State is at 405. Arkansas is at 393. Runs scored. Mississippi State is number one in the SEC by 30 runs. They've got 328 runs. Arkansas is fifth with 259. Um, some other uh, numbers of note. Doubles. Mississippi State leads the conference at 98. Arkansas is at 77. Uh, home runs. Mississippi State actually has uh, Arkansas beat there as well. Uh, Arkansas has 38 home runs, and Mississippi State has 42. So, Arkansas is a good offensive team. They're just not as good as as Mississippi State is. Now, when it comes to pitching, this is where I think Mississippi State has the clear advantage. Arkansas has a really good Friday night starter in Isaiah Campbell. He started nine games this year. He has been their their consistent ace. Uh, he's got a 2.45 ERA. He's got 68 strikeouts on the year. Hitters are hitting just 2.11 against him. Where it changes is who is going to be the next starter. It's Patrick uh, Wicklander has been the main guy who has gotten most of the of the number two starts. He's got a 4.25 ERA. Hitters are hitting just 194 against him. But the problem that he has, and this has almost always been the issue, when you got a guy who has an ERA over four and they're only hitting less than 200 against him, what you always have to do is you have to go look at the walks. How many walks has he given up? Well, he's given up 23 walks in 36 innings. That's way too many. That's way, way too many walks to be giving up. And that's the reason that he hasn't had quite the success that some of the other pitchers on the staff has had. But other than that, they've got some, a couple of other guys that they've run out there on uh, as their third starter. They don't really seem to have a set guy who is their third starter. So when they release their rotation, uh, you'll probably know this before I do while I'm recording this. That I haven't seen anything currently. But uh, Mississippi State, I'm sorry, Arkansas has probably one of the two guys that they're going to turn to uh, for the for the third game of the series. They're going to be Cody, Cody Scroggins, who has a 4.54 ERA, or it's going to be Connor Noland, who has a 5.94 ERA. Neither of those are the options that you want, especially with the way that Mississippi State has been pitching and with the way that they've been hitting. Like I said, Arkansas's strength is in their offense. Their pitching is a little, is quite a bit more suspect. Um, if you look at where they rank in terms of the pitching numbers. Mississippi State has the fifth best ERA in the conference at five, at 329. Arkansas is 10th best at 413. Opponent batting average, Mississippi State is third at 219. Arkansas is seventh at 229. Uh, one of the areas where that really stands out the differences between these two is in strikeouts. Mississippi State leads the conference at 427. Arkansas has 347. They're seventh. If you look at the walks, I think that's where the the, the two really 
stand apart. Yeah, Mississippi State has given up 103 walks. That's second in the conference behind Tennessee. And Arkansas is 11th at 147. So they've given up a lot of walks, and that's one of the reasons why that they have struggled as much as they have. They've also given up a decent amount of home runs. Mississippi State's given up just 19 home runs on the year. That's third best in the SEC. Arkansas's given up 27th. That's good for 11th in the SEC. So this is why I think Mississippi State has a really good chance to take two out of three games this weekend against the Razorbacks because, look, as good as Arkansas is, they aren't as good as Mississippi State. They just aren't. They're numbers are not nearly as good even when you look at what they've done against SEC play. As a matter of fact, it looks like they probably will go with Connor Noland. Uh, Connor Noland and Cody Scrogans will probably be their, their two uh, their Friday and Saturday starters. What they've done against SEC play has not been good. I mean, Isaiah Campbell, he's been just he's been better really against SEC opponents. So that's kind of concerning if you're a Mississippi State fan. But once they get past him on games two and three of the series, Cody Scroggins has a 4.58 ERA against against SEC opponents. Connor Nolan has an 8.04 ERA against SEC opponents and hit. Uh, hitters are hitting 333 against him. It's uh, Mississippi State is uh, Ethan Small and Isaiah Campbell are probably going to put on quite a show on Thursday night in the opening game of the series. I expect those two to go really get get after it and go at, uh, put on quite a pitcher performance. But after that, I think Mississippi State will have a clear advantage. I think Peyton Plumley has really stepped up recently and. Uh, Take, put a stranglehold on that third SEC starter. He's probably going to start on Friday just because JT Ginn pitched on Sunday. I don't expect them running them running him back out there on Friday. I expect them to go ahead and give him closer to his normal rest, and he'll end up pitching on Saturday. They will probably have announced that by the time that you're listening to this, but I would expect that to be the case. And then with JT Ginn going likely in the third game, I think Mississippi State has a really good chance to win that game. So if if you can just win, if Ethan Small can outduel Isaiah Campbell on Thursday night in Fayetteville, you've got a chance to get another sweep here, and that would be a huge step going forward. Because I'd like I said, I just don't see as good as Mississippi State's offense is going up against their pitching, especially what their pitching has done against SEC opponents. I don't see how they're going to be able to contain Mississippi State's lineup. Mississippi State's lineup is just one of the best in the country, and they're, like I said in Tuesday's show, there is no easy out when you're going through that lineup, especially with the way that everybody is hitting currently. Jake Mangum is hitting a little bit over 400. He may not be hitting over 400 by the time you listen to this, just depending on how he does against Texas Southern. Like I said, I'm recording this before the Texas Southern game, so uh, he could be hitting a little bit above, uh, below 400. He may be hitting quite a bit over 400 by the time that we actually get to the game on Thursday night. Uh, but just up and down that lineup, there's just no easy out. Jordan Westberg has six home runs. Elijah McNamee has five home runs. Uh, Justin Foscue has 10. Dustin Skelton has seven. Tanner Allen has six. Uh, and they slug. Their slugging percentage is currently 506. Their on base percentage is at 405. This lineup should just absolutely feast on Arkansas's pitching. Now, they may not feast on Thursday night. It's quite possible that Isaiah Campbell could go pitch for pitch with Ethan uh, Ethan Small. That's that's very much a possibility with the way that Isaiah Campbell has been pitching this year. He's been everything that he has been advertised to be. But 
will their offense be able to stand up to Mississippi State's pitching? I just I think they're going to get some. I, I honestly believe that. I think they're going to get some runs. And I think they're going to get a little bit. They're going to make some dents, but I just don't know that their pitching will be able to do much against Mississippi State's against Mississippi State's uh, hitters. I just don't know that they're going to be able to keep those guys in check, especially on Friday and Saturday of this series. Look, they have talent. Casey Martin, who has struggled a little bit this year, but he's still got six home runs and 25 RBIs. He's still slugging 509. You know, he was one of the best players in the country a year ago. He could easily break out of this kind of little bit of a skid that he's been in throughout or this funk that he's been in through most of the season. So we'll see about him. Um, you know, can they get what they've gotten from uh, Heston Kirk's uh Jerstad, I can't. I'm not exactly sure how to pronounce it. Uh, he's got nine home runs, and 29 RBIs on the season. He's obviously a really talented player. A lot of that though is coming against non-SEC competition. The one guy you kind of got to look out for though is Matt Goodhart. Matt Goodhart, who is, let's see, he is hitting on the season. He's hitting 392 on the season, but against the SEC opponents, he's hitting 480. I mean, that's really impressive. He's got a slugging percentage of 700 and an on-base percentage of 574. So uh, he's not really doing it with power numbers. And he's probably, I'm assuming, based off of what I'm looking at here, he is kind of like the Jake Mangum of their team. He's probably their leadoff or their number two hitter. But he is absolutely just ripping the ball right now. Uh, he, I'm not real, I wasn't real familiar with him coming in. But like I said, I mean, he's hitting 392 on the season. But what he's done against SEC opponents, hitting 480, almost 500, that's that's really impressive. So Mississippi State will have their hands full with him this weekend, and he's probably the guy that you want to uh, watch. And he's probably the guy that you probably want to make sure that you don't have anybody on base when he steps to the plate because he could probably do similar things to the baseball that Jake Mangum has done to the baseball throughout his career. So that's kind of what you're going to be looking for. But like I said earlier, I do expect Mississippi State to win the series just because I think Mississippi State is the better team. And I think that they should be able to win two out of three. And if you can get that first game, if, if Ethan Small can outduel Isaiah Campbell, you're going to be in a pretty decent position to get a sweep. Now, Peyton Plumley, when he takes the mound on Friday night, I'm assuming it's going to be Friday night, you know, this is going to be his biggest test. Tennessee and Alabama aren't that great of offenses. Now, Tennessee's a decent team. They're a lot better than Alabama is, but they're but in terms of just hitting the ball, they're not that much more improved upon than what Alabama was. So this is going to be his biggest test of the season when he takes the mound on Friday, assuming that it is Friday when he gets the start. You know, going up against a high-powered offense, a much more high-powered offense like Arkansas's is, is he going to be able to give Mississippi State that same chance of victory that he was able to give them against Tennessee and against against Alabama? That's going to be one of the things that we kind of want to look for. Is JT again fully healed? Like he is he as good to go as we thought he was against Alabama? Like I said, he he went four innings. They probably pulled him just out of you know just because that game was pretty much already determined. So, you know, those are the things that we're going to be looking at. If, But I think that Mississippi State has, like, the advantage just because of the fact that Arkansas's pitchers, they just aren't going to be able to match up to Mississippi State's hitters on Friday and Saturday. Isaiah Campbell probably can, but the other, two, the other two guys, whoever they end up starting, I just don't see that happening for the Razorbacks this weekend when Mississippi State takes on Arkansas in Fayetteville. So... 
All right, guys. Like I said, I think that's my prediction for the week. I think Mississippi State does take two out of three. Who knows? If they could get a sweep this weekend, that would be spectacular. Uh, I'm not going to count on it because, you know, one time I said that it was against LSU, and then they ended up losing the series. So, so baseball's a weird sport sometimes. So, just because the better team is on the field doesn't mean that they always win. So, all right, guys, I'm going to go ahead and sign off there. I appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully, when we get to next week's shows, we'll be talking about Mississippi State's having a really good, solid series victory, maybe even a sweep. Who knows? We'll see. So we'll kind of go from there, and hopefully Mississippi State is padding their lead in the SEC West and maybe find a way to get out in front of the Georgia Bulldogs for the overall SEC championship. So that's what we'll be looking forward to, and we'll see if it comes to fruition. But as always, until next time, L State – 